Hello and welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Mike Jezoshek, and today's topic is what tax strategies are available after the year is over. So what tax strategies are there after 1231-2021? Now, we get clients coming to us all the time during tax season that say they find a big they see a big tax bill that they have to pay and they're like, now what can I do? We also see clients in our free Facebook group asking this all the time. Tax season, the the year is over, but now I got a tax bill that I don't quite want to pay. What options are available to me? And by the way, if you haven't joined our tax, uh, a free Facebook group, join it now. Just go to Facebook, type in small business tax secrets. But if you've been listening to our podcast or following our blog for a while, you will know that we stress the importance of tax planning throughout the year not during tax season. The fact remains true that if you're looking for and thinking about tax strategies now in tax season for last year, 2021, you missed out on a lot of opportunities. But with that being said, we always do say that there are a few options available for those later comers, and that's exactly what we want to talk about here. We're going to outline some tax strategies that may be available to you now in tax season for last year's activity, 2021's activity. Now, there's three topics we want to talk about. We want to talk about retirement tax strategies. We want to talk about business tax strategies and then kind of other tax strategies that are available to you. So for retirement tax strategies, we brought Matt Ruttenberg on to help talk through those. Matt's been on our podcast quite a bit talking about various different retirement options. So we're going to bring Matt onto the show to talk about those. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So what we want to go through now is just kind of talk about some of the options that are available. Obviously, we're sitting in tax season now, and uh, and and many people are probably facing a tax bill maybe they weren't expecting or they knew they were going to have it, but just tried pushing it away. And now they're saying, okay, what options are available, at least on the retirement side, um, now that the year's over, what, what can I do to try to at least minimize this tax bill and what options are available out there on the retirement side? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and you can imagine the end of the year is kind of where um, a lot of business owners are trying to shotgun their their retirement plan, see what's available, um, kind of squeeze in some last minute deductions. But that's not always the case that you have to worry about. There's other other plans that you can uh, contribute toward uh, too, so you can still get the deductions for the previous year after the calendar year is over. Uh, over. Um, the Secure Act was passed in December of 2019. Um, it had, a lot, amongst other changes throughout the uh, retirement world, it had a lot of retirement plan uh, changes to that space, probably one of the most ever um, back in 2019. And the major piece of it was it pushed back a lot of deadlines and implementation dates um, inside of that uh, act. Um, so I want to go through kind of what is available Uh, for you and when you need to implement them and move forward with that. Awesome. So 12.31, December 31st is kind of the deadline. Any any employee contributions, that's it. So this would be inside your 401k, a simple IRA. You as the employee of your own company, you cannot do any more employee contributions into those plans. and again, even as the owner of the company, there's a few plans that October 1st was the deadline to implement those. That would be the simple IRA and the safe harbor 401k. Um, but 1231 is to contribute. Pushing a little bit further forward, um, once now that we're past the calendar year, 
as a business owner, as long as you are still below the phase out limits, which uh, Mike can add to the show notes, um, these are the income levels that as long as you're below those income levels, you can still contribute to IRAs and Roth IRAs outside of your 401k, your, your, your company's retirement plan. So that would be April 15th or whenever you file your taxes as, as long as it doesn't exceed April 15th. Now, let's get into the major changes from the SECURE Act that I mentioned earlier. Um, previously, the only plan that was available uh, to contribute towards up until you file your taxes, including extensions, uh, was the SEP IRA. The SEP IRA um, has been around. This is basically a, an employer contribution, um, even if you are your own company you are contributing towards your own retirement plan. So previously, it was the SEP IRA. Now, since the SECURE Act, any form of employer contribution in a 401k plan, profit sharing, um, even if it's an employer contribution instead of a match, those get pushed back all the way until you file, including your extensions. Mm-hmm. This would be for the if you wanted to do a blanket contribution to all your eligible employees. Um, profit sharing contributions, which can be calculated multiple ways, and then a defined benefit plan or a cash balance plan, which can get you up into the six digits of contributions. So you don't need to have all this planned out before the end of the year, and you definitely don't need to have it planned out before October or uh, excuse me, April fifteenth. These are things that you can contribute and implement all the way up until the day you file. Excellent. So, so just as a recap, what I'm understanding is the employee portion of any retirement com- contribution uh, account has to be done before 1231. So if you're looking to make employee contributions and you're listening now, uh, it's too late. <laughs> Those had to have been done by 1231. <laughs> but then if you're looking to do the employer portion, this would be the employer portion uh, set by array, solo 401k, regular 401k, profit sharing, those types of items. You can make an employer contribution related to tax year 2021 up until the filing date. So that would be including any extension. So let's say the filing date was April 15th. If you extended that until you filed your return, you can make those employer contributions for those plans. Absolutely. Yep. And and a, and a side note on that too um, is being able to, if you have, you can, you still can only have one plan in each calendar year. So for example, if you had a, um, a, a simple IRA in 2021, but you wanted to do a, uh, a contribution for 2021 into, let's say, a profit sharing plan, you you cannot do that. Or a 401k plan, you cannot do that. It's still only one. The calendar year is the deadline on that but um, to make any changes, but you you still have up until the filing date. Got it. And if we're looking at, say, non-business uh, owner or non-employer employee type retirements, you still have a, a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA, and you can can make 2021 contributions to those up until 415. So we're not. this does not include extensions. 415 is the deadline for a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. That's right. That's right. Okay. Excellent. So there's there's some uh, at least some retirement options if you're sitting there with a big tax bill right now and you're like okay I, w- I have some cash I want to potentially put it into a retirement account to to help uh, reduce that tax liability um, there's there's some options out there for business owners um, 
up until the filing date, if you're looking at an employer, uh, a business type plan, SEP IRA, solo, 401k, profit sharing, all of them. Uh, otherwise, you can also do the traditional or Roth IRA up until the filing date of 415. So not uh, no extensions included in that one, but obviously the other ones you can. So Matt, thanks again for for jumping on. And uh, like Matt said, we're going to put a note in the show notes with some of those contribution limits. There'll be a blog post in there. So if you're thinking about, yeah, I want to contribute to this, but I don't know if I can based on my income level, check out our show notes and we'll dive into that later. And then Matt will be back later in the year where we talk about retirement plans and those options that are available to us as we now are in 2022. What can we get ahead of? So we don't have to worry about this looking back to a prior year and seeing what options are available, but we can do it ahead of time. So Matt, thanks for joining. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. All right. So now that we've kind of talked about the retirement piece, let's go on to what other options are available to you. So what business tax strategies are available after you rent? And first and foremost, and possibly the most important one is complete and accurate bookkeeping. So if you have not completed your bookkeeping yet, you're going to want to do so now. Do so immediately. This is an area where so many deductions are missed. Now, we often tell our clients, go through all of your spending for the year with a fine-tooth comb to see if there's any deductions related to the business that can be added to the bookkeeping if not already. So think of things like the internet costs that may be at your home, your cell phone, your asset purchases, these are laptops, tablets, smartwatches, things that you may have purchased throughout the year that we can tie to the business. Meal expenses. Maybe you went out with a friend that happens to be somewhat related to business and they may be a client of yours. They may be an, uh, a, a worker of yours of some sort. We might want to think about moving that to the business. Gifts that you may have gave that are business related, insurance, office expenses, supplies, travel, all sorts of things. We want you to do a fine-tooth comb of everything that's been done to see if there's some expenses that can be put into the bookkeeping and make sure that we're taking it. This is going to be one area where we can take advantage of these things. So essentially, take a little time to see if there are business expenses that may have been paid personally that can be switched over, find a business purpose for, and included in your bookkeeping and thus reducing your income on your tax return. So that's the first and foremost. We want to have complete and accurate bookkeeping. That's going to be the key to having a tax, a successful tax season, a successful tax return is making sure everything's complete and accurate. And so again, when we talk about complete, we're making sure that Maybe we paid for something personally. We didn't think of it being business, but now we're like, oh yeah, that was with that was a client or a potential client or you know whatever it might have been. We can find a business purpose for it. Let's get it into the bookkeeping now. The second piece is home office deduction. Do not be afraid to take a valid home office deduction. Somewhere along the line, accountants tried to scare business owners with this one, but. A home office deduction is a completely legal deduction that every business owner should be taking advantage of. The key thing is just utilizing it the way it should be. So if you live in a thousand square foot apartment, don't try to claim 900 as a, as a, as an office, you know, maybe a hundred or 200 or whatever that room or that area is exclusively related to your business. That's what we're going to claim. So do not be afraid to utilize the home office deduction. Just make sure you're, you're, you're doing it right and, and not getting too greedy with it. And then the other piece on the, on the business side is automobile expenses. Vehicle purchases would have been needed to be made before 1231 and placed in service before the end of the year. Um, so if you did that, they're likely already including your bookkeeping. If you're trying to purchase a vehicle now, it's too late. But if you had a personal vehicle 
that you had some business use on in 2021, be sure to calculate whatever the mileage for that and, and take that mileage deduction. Include that in your tax filing. So that might be something we want to look back and say, okay, where did I travel to? What are some mileage that we can include in my tax return. So that's on the business side. Again, the, the key thing here is complete and accurate bookkeeping. Go through that spending, see what you can find there. Don't be afraid to take advantage of the home office deduction. Make sure you're claiming that on your tax return, as well as looking through any kind of automobile if you had any type of uh, personal use or, or mileage and things like that that can be utilized. Again, if you're looking for a de- depreciation for a vehicle purchase, that vehicle purchase would have had to be done before 1231, but we can still take that mileage piece on our tax return. Now let's talk about what are some other tax strategies that are available after year end. And so the first and main one we want to talk about is a health savings account. As you may know from an article and a podcast episode that we did a while back, we believe that an HSA is a strategy that everyone should be utilizing and maxing out if you qualify and have the funds available to do so. So with an HSA, you can actually contribute to your HSA until your tax filing due date. So that would be April 15th. Now, this does not include extensions. This is April 15th or if you filed earlier than that, whatever date you filed. So basically, you are able to contribute to your HSA for tax year 2021 up until April 15th of 2022. Now remember, 2021 HSA contributions are limited to 3600 for self or 7200 if you have a family plan. Now remember, you do need to have an, a high deductible health plan and, and some other things, so make sure you check out our previous episode on those or our, our article on it, which I do have a link in the show notes to our article, which will link to that one. The other item that we have is a Coverdell IRA, and this is an IRA designed for education savings. Now, you do not get a tax deduction for this one, but when you withdraw money from it for qualified education expenses, it's tax-free, and that's obviously including any earnings. Um, so you can contribute to a Coverdell IRA for your pro- for the prior year until your tax filing due date. Again, April 15th. Now, the, the, the contributions are limited to $2,000 per beneficiary, and there's also a phase-out. So if you have adjusted gross income of $110,000 uh, or, or more as single or $220,000 or more as married, you might phase out or not be able to make this deduction. But there you could always gift that $2,000 per beneficiary to someone that might fall into that category and have them make the contribution. So if you're interested in putting money into a covered LIRA, make sure you're doing that before April 15th for the prior year. So let's kind of go in summary and I'm going to do kind of a calendar outline of when these things have to be done because some of them include an extension, some of them don't. And so uh, when we talk about retirement strategies, you have the traditional or Roth IRA options. Uh, We have, uh, remember, employee contributions, as Matt talked about, employee contributions are unavailable. Those must have been done before 1231, but employer contributions to retirement plans, SEP IRA, solo 401k, profit sharing, those can be done after year end. So that might be some options on there as a retirement plan to fund. Again, the business side, we want to make sure we have complete and accurate bookkeeping and ensuring that we have every possible deduction recorded and in our bookkeeping. So take go through your personal expenses, go through your spending with a fine-tooth comb and see if there's anything that maybe you didn't include that had a business purpose for it that you can now include prior to spending. The scenario that we want to make sure that we're gathering every deduction that we possibly can. Again, don't be afraid to take the home office deduction. And if you use your personal vehicle for any business-related items, make sure you're taking the mileage deduction as well. Again, we can 
with, with uh, we also have the opportunity to fund our HSA up until April 15th or the date you filed if it's earlier than that and a Coverdell IRA again up to April 15th. So let's kind of go through a calendar of deadlines for when these in-season tax strategies uh, are available. The April 15th deadline or your filing date if it's earlier than April 15th, but let's just kind of look at this as an April 15th deadline. These are ones that have to be done by April 15th. A traditional or Roth IRA contribution, a health savings account contribution, or a Coverdale IRA contribution. Those are the three that must be done before April 15th. Now, the ones that are allowed after April 15th, this would be if you extended. So these uh, this is these strategies are available if uh, if you make them before your filing date, and that includes extensions. So let's say it's on the personal side, April 15th, you extend your returns now to October 15th, you have up until October 15th or whatever your filing deadline, as long as you have that extension in to make these. That would be employ your contributions to a SEP IRA, solo 401k, 401k, profit sharing plan, et cetera, and much of those business strategies that we talked about. So making sure you're capturing all deductions that are possible, the home office deduction, automobile, et cetera. That would be up until your filing date, including extensions. So hopefully this gives you a a few last minute options. If you're stuck with a big tax bill this year, Um, again, let this, if you are dealing with a big tax bill, let this service as a big reminder to get on top of tax planning for 2022 earlier this year so you can ensure you have more strategies available, especially the ones that must be implemented before year end. I also want to encourage you, if you're not a member of our tax minimization program yet, this serves as a great opportunity to join and start diving into our training to ensure that this is the year that you pay the least amount of taxes as legally possible. So if you are not a member of our tax minimization program, join now, go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. That's taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. And then we have libraries. You have unlimited access to our team for general email and accounting or general tax and accounting questions via email um, and so much more in there. I guarantee that if you join that program, you will pay less than taxes. And now is the time to start doing that. Let's start planning so we don't get stuck with a big tax bill next tax season. And I always say this, it is never too early to start tax planning. That also reminds me that we have our Small Business Tax Savings Summit coming up June 14th and 15th. It's going to be a virtual event, a two-day event, uh, over 12 hours of content where you're going to walk away rejuvenated with ideas and implementation steps to lower your tax bill immediately. We're going to be covering so many things for the small business owners and what you can do to ensure that this is the last year that you're paying more in taxes. We're going to work with you on strategies to make sure you're paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. We have a special promo code for podcast listeners. It's $100 off our, 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 uh, the, the fee to, to join our summit, and that promo code is podcast taxes. You can join the summit at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash summit. Again, that promo code for $100 off for podcast listeners is podcast taxes. Go to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash summit, promo code podcast taxes. So that's all we have for today. Uh, again, if you're looking, hopefully these strategies have been able to help you and you can start to implement these before year end to ensure that, that you uh, have at least some options available to you. And again, let this serve as a reminder that this is the year that you're going to start tax planning early. Join our tax minimization program, become uh, or join us at the summit. And uh, by the way, the tax, Small Business Tax Saving Summit is free to tax minimization program members. Now's a great time to be join the program and get access free to the summit. Again, our tax minimization program is taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. I want to thank you for listening to another episode, and I will see you guys next week.